Hey everyone, thanks for visiting 4WeddingPhotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. So one of the questions that I'm asked from time to time is whether or not uh, being a second shooter for another photographer is a good thing or not. Uh, personally, I think that's the worst thing that you could possibly do. And it's really only because when a couple hires a photographer, they're hiring this photographer based on their experience their photos that they've already seen and you as a second shooter you're kind of just shooting off from different angles just so that the main photographer or the main shooter can literally just have additional photos that they can go ahead and uh, sell to the to the couple and, and that's fine if you're the main shooter if you're the second shooter as as much as people try to say hey you know that's actually a great way to get experience the problem is, is A, you have to try to find a photographer who's willing to work with you. B, find a photographer who doesn't mind teaching you the ropes and doesn't mind letting you eventually, you know, cast your own uh, line to become your own uh, photographer. And one thing that you'll find is a lot of photographers, uh, with the exception of, of just a handful, I mean, there, it's it's not often that you'll have someone say, hey, great, I want you to be my second shooter, but I want you to get to the point where you can go ahead and uh, get all this experience. You can be your own photographer and start a business and, and go from there. A lot of photographers just want to go ahead and have a second shooter because they're charging the couple more to have you there. So it's just another way to say, hey, listen, I'm going to have to charge you a thousand more because I have a second shooter and I have to pay his salary. Meanwhile, the end result is for an entire day, you know, second shooter may pay you 200, 250, maybe 350 for six or eight hours and that's it. And then you're done and then, you know, you really didn't get as much experience as you hoped for. And what's interesting is when I started... I, I was already a photographer for years, so I had a portfolio. I had a portfolio that featured uh, bands, uh, models, I had actors. So, so I already had an extensive portfolio. So what I did is I went to Craigslist. I placed an ad under the general heading and just said, hey, if you're a, a couple who either doesn't have the budget to spend thousands on a photographer or you're a couple who may potentially have the funds but wants to go ahead and, and save some money on their wedding day then give me a ring I'll shoot your wedding for free and uh, my first wedding when I shot it I shot for I don't know I maybe 11 hours I walked away with about 5,500 photos uh, I had one camera at the time I had a Canon Mark II uh, N and no, actually, I had a Canon Mark II along with a Canon 24 to 105 4.0 uh, image stabilizer. So I just had that. Everything was actually the body was used, and I had just gotten the 24 to 105. I got that from BH. It was like a 12, it was like 1200 bucks or so. And I shot from any angle, from every angle, without interrupting anything that was really going on. And I really learned what you need to do to capture photos. And it was literally taking a photo and then looking at the LCD screen. I needed to make sure that 
as I'm shooting, hey, that it was actually fun. And at the time, I didn't even shoot in manual mode. I shot the entire time uh, either in shutter priority or aperture priority. And that was it. Every photo, you know, I, I made sure that it was dead on and... Um, and every, I mean, everything just came out absolutely perfect, and I was able to create my business cards from that. Uh, I was cre I was able to create my website, uh, along with, uh, I created a few albums, and that's that's how I started. You know, I literally started at the gate, just doing my own thing. Didn't you know? I was working in finance for years. The last thing I wanted to do was work with someone else, and and yet again, find myself with another boss. There's a reason why you want to become a wedding photographer, and it's not because you want to second shoot for someone and have a boss after you've had a boss. Um, I mean, I'm as alpha as you can be. I'm super type A. I was a stockbroker for years. Uh, I, I was tired of having a boss, so uh, my personality was very confrontational, you know, at the office. So if I felt that my boss had no idea... Uh, what to do with a specific trade, or if it was an options trade, or or we were doing program trades, or we were matching um, uh, foreign currency trades. It was just like, dude, you, you don't know what you're doing. And that was so frustrating that I realized, like, you know what, I really just need to do my own thing. And I found my outlet with wedding photography. So uh, second shooting, I don't know. You know, I guess that's one way you can shoot or you can learn I just think that you need to just balls to the wall, tell yourself, listen, this is what I want to do. I need to go ahead and build my portfolio. This is really the only way to do it. And keep in mind that as a wedding, uh, as a second shooter, you're going to miss out on so many photos because you're going to have someone else saying, hey, listen, either don't shoot now or do me a favor, shoot from the back of the church and capture them from behind. And you know what you're missing? You're missing the photos of that the photographer is taking at the altar of the bride walking down the aisle of the father of the bride handing handing off uh, his daughter to the groom those are the photos that couples want to see they don't give a shit about the photos that you take from the back of the church of the back of the bride and groom that's not going to make your portfolio so you have to remember why you're going to be used as a second shooter and not as a main. And the only way to be a main shooter is to just go out and do your own thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always positive that people are going to do well because I can't see anyone going ahead and shooting a wedding if they don't understand their camera, if they don't understand how to use a flash, if they don't understand how to, sh how to shoot with multiple flashes. So these are all little tiny things that you have to worry about and realize that you have to almost master. And believe it or not, I mean, a lot of the things that I do now, I didn't master because I had some mock wedding in my backyard. It was literally from experience and just checking out other photographers and what other people do. You know, I'll shoot a wedding now with, you know, all of my cameras have on-camera flashes with pocket wizards that trigger either two or three completely separate external flashes at a reception and you know those are things that I've gotten from other photographers like hey you know look at that photographer look at the photos that they have on their website or their blog it's it's apparent that they're using four external flashes but at the same time here's the couple completely lit which means that they have an on-camera flash too so you learn as you go along and really uh, that's just uh, 
second shooting, not my thing. When people ask me, I always tell them it's the worst thing you could possibly do. If you feel like you need it, I guess run with it. Um, but I would definitely say, you know, build on your portfolio, build on your own skills as a photographer. If you don't really shoot with a flash, believe me, there are photographers out there who refuse to use flashes. I'm one of them, so I actually use a flash when I feel like I need to. Um, but at the same time, I'm as good of a photographer without a flash as much as I am with a flash and with multiple flashes. So, you know, just don't be shy to working with flashes because if you think you're going to be shooting uh, uh, when, when it's in, in, in brightly lit areas 100% of the time, you're going to kick yourself when someone tells you that my reception starts at 7 o'clock at night and they're wondering why all the photos that you've taken after 9 o'clock are pitch black when it was dark out, that's when your flash needs to kick in. So uh, what I did, you know, I literally just walked around the house, used my flash. Hey, you know, my ceilings are 10 feet tall. I would bounce the, uh, the flash off the ceiling. I'd bounce it to the left, bounce it to the right. Understand that there's something called feathering, which if you think of... A flash, uh, a flash burst going straight into a subject, if you tilt it away a little bit, the ambient light that you're getting from the flash, which is actually a, a, a less harsh light, uh, that's actually just light that's been feathered. You're, you're literally just capturing uh, or using not the uh, bright light that is uh, that comes off the flash, but rather just a, a hint of the of that light that's coming off the main and that's why flash you know that's why bouncing is really important it's not because you're bouncing the light straight up to the ceiling and it's bouncing back although that does work what you're doing is you're letting just enough light fall on the subject and i mean shoot you can switch your camera to p mode or to auto mode and it'll just automatically pick up on uh, on enough light and just raise the iso settings to 400 or 800 if you have you know I have the Canon I have two Canon 7Ds now I could push those to 3200 in the photos not an ounce of noise whatsoever even at 6400 it is by far the craziest thing ever you start getting more noise at around 12800 which is the max but even still you use some uh, noise ninja and I shot a wedding my last wedding that I that I shot I was taking a few photos at the 12800 uh, ISO setting used a little uh, noise ninja and it was fine. It, you know, no flash and the interior just looked like I was outdoors. So, you know, just keep in mind that you need to know what kind of camera you have, what it's capable of doing, what it's not capable of doing, and do not, do not second shoot. Or, or, or rather, don't ask me if you, if you should second shoot because I'm always going to say no. I just think that you will always learn more by going just headfirst and diving right in, uh, it's not a it's not a tank with sharks that you're jumping in. It's a wedding, so uh, so the one thing I will say is just make sure that you're a good photographer. Understand uh, lighting, which is really important, and understand flash photography. As long as you can land those two, you're absolutely fine. Have fun and just have the confidence. It's not it, shooting weddings isn't difficult. It's not hard, uh, but overall. You also don't want to end up not doing a good job and end up getting potentially sued by a client, and that's not going to be good because now you're starting off the gate um, with someone who already has a bad taste in their mouth. So be a great photographer, 
shoot weddings, dive right in, go to Craigslist, post that you're a photographer who's looking to get into weddings, and that you're willing to shoot uh, someone's wedding uh, at no cost. I'll tell you this much. You will buy. You will definitely get three to five uh, couples who will contact you about shooting their wedding. And just remember that they know that your photos aren't going to be at the level of, you know, someone who charges $20,000 a year like Mike Cologne. Uh, but at the same time, if they don't have the budget, then they have you. You're a good photographer, and you know that you are, and just build your portfolio from there. All right, everyone. Hope this helps. Go out there. Have fun. Be confident and build your business like never before. All right, everyone. Thanks again and have an awesome day.